What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to spot a fake patch card in a little bit. Um, but before I do, just wanted to tell you a little bit of uh, what's coming up on the horizon for the Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict show, podcast show, <laughs> if you can call it that. Uh, I would like to have a couple of folks on and do some more interviews uh, in the not too distant future. Um, I had a lot of fun with those and I think uh, they're entertaining for you to listen to as well. Uh, when I had some other collectors and uh, that sort of thing on the show to just you know kind of shoot the breeze and do a little interview. Uh, probably also would like to have some folks on that are trying to get some uh, insight on how to sell their collection if they're interested. Maybe do a little bit of a, a QA session, Q&A session, uh, so that way you all can listen to it and hopefully that'll provide some value for you as well. Uh, but let me be honest with you, like <laughs> it's just easier <laughs> to uh, just kind of press record and start talking and I've got a lot of stuff to talk about all the time when it comes to cards so it's just a lot easier that way uh i don't really have to coordinate with anybody and you know just uh press record and start talking wherever i'm walking outside here but uh anyway so that's what's coming up i don't have any certain dates or anything like that uh coming up but uh you know just uh i don't know stay tuned if you uh if you like the format of uh, me talking with some other folks then uh uh that will come up at some point but for now, for tonight at least, we're going to talk about how you can detect if a baseball card has a fake patch. And uh, when I say fake patch, I mean like a patch swap. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a beautiful uh, Derek Jeter baseball card uh, with a jumbo patch. and. Uh, let's say it's numbered out of a hundred or something and the patch is beautiful. It's from like World Series or All-Star Game or something. You could hardly believe your eyes, but there it is. It's in front of you. You can see it. You can touch it. Uh, you can taste it if you like putting your tongue on patches, which I don't, I would never do that. That's gross. <laughs> but uh, you, you really think it's just a beautiful, beautiful card. And uh, the problem is, is uh you've had some people saying that maybe, just maybe, it's not real. Well, you think that's kind of, that's preposterous. Who would go to such lengths at, uh, as uh, swapping out uh, jersey pieces with patches? Well, unfortunately, that is a part of our hobby right now, and it's been happening for years and years. Uh, now, why would they do that? Well, it's very simple. A super premium looking patch will sell for significantly more than a plain patch or even a swatch. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I have, uh, I did that, that one time on a card for myself uh, and it was not for, you know, any reason other than just for uh, appearance purposes for my, for my own collection. But uh, there's a, a 2016, I think, Diamond Kings dual patch autograph uh, one of one. And I feel like there were two patches at the bottom and one of them was just like really uh, bland. 
So what I did was, first of all, it was nothing permanent at all. I, I literally took a, another nice uh, uh, patch that was from a player-worn jersey that I had of Jose's. I cut a little tiny square, and I just kind of shoved it inside the, the little square to, uh, on top of the existing patch. And uh, voila, just like that, I had a nice little uh, dual patch card that was like so much better looking than uh, how it came out of the pack. Uh, now, there's a big difference. That was obviously not, uh, not meant to deceive anybody, and that was easily uh, taken out and removed uh, with tweezers. Uh, what we see a lot for people that actually try to fake people out is they'll do it one of two ways, I think. Um, I've never really talked to anybody that's actually done this sort of thing, and I think it's probably because, you know, look, let's face it, who's going to actually uh, uh, fess up to uh, saying that they do this sort of thing? I mean, it's, you know, not legal. At least I don't think it's legal. I'm, yeah, it's got to be illegal because it's uh, defrauding people. But uh, anyway, so... Here is, like I actually showed on, on my YouTube channel years ago, uh, a way to do it, and on my blog as well. So YouTube is youtube.com forward slash tanmanbaseballfan, and my website is tanmanbaseballfan.com. If you search for like fake patch, especially on my, on my site, it should show up. But uh, basically what I did was uh, I took a card that was... Huh, what was it? I feel like it was a Bobby Doerr um, card with maybe a bat piece or a jersey swatch, like just plain. And to demonstrate, to show everybody how to do it, and I, I had this, the only way that I know how to do this is because I've taken apart all kinds of cards before so I could use the jersey material for custom cards. But I split the card uh, straight down the middle, like... Not on the face, but like if you're holding the card and you're looking at the edge, like I literally just took like uh, an X-Acto knife and carefully cut straight down the middle. So that way I had two pieces of the card at that point, the front face and the back. And right in the middle, you see like this square uh, jersey or bat piece that was like right in the middle uh, that was glued. Well, I... Uh, loosened it up and pulled that piece out and I replaced it with a patch. I think I was actually doing a uh, triple or quad booklet patch for a family where they gave me a, uh, a jersey that they wore when they went to a Red Sox game. And so what I did is I used a piece of that jersey that was like a beautiful patch, said, huh, I wonder how legit I can make this look. And so what I did was I took the little piece of uh, impressive looking patch. I put it in place of the plain swatch or bat or whatever it was. And then I glued the front piece and the back piece together. Um, and voila, it looked like it was a pack pulled incredible patch card of Bobby Dior. And, uh, I said, man, I think I know how people are doing this now. Uh, the only way that you could tell really 
that it was tampered with is that you could actually see kind of like a seam around the edge that was running all the way around. Uh, but I think, I'm not sure, but I think if I had some more time with it, I might have been able to have uh, make it look more uh, uh, seamless, I guess, <laughs> literally seamless. I'm not really sure because I didn't try. I kind of stopped there. I actually wrote on the back of the card, fake patch, not for resale. <laughs> I think I ended up destroying it after that. Anyway, uh, I'm very careful. I don't want to, I want to make sure that nothing out there that I'm monkeying around with is going to fall in the wrong hands and, you know, cause problems down the road for other uh, collectors. But anyway, so that's one way to find out if, uh, if a patch has been altered if you have a, a fake patch is to uh, look at the edges of the card and uh, generally speaking I think uh, none of them that have been untampered with will have a seam but I feel like there were a few out there that might have uh, so you know just kind of kind of just be aware of that anyways uh, if you see a seam then maybe compare it with another one of that same set and see if uh, seams run across the edges uh, on other cards as well. But that's one telltale sign. Another one is if you possibly see tampering around the, uh, the edges of the actual hole that the patch is peeking through on the card. Uh, I think this is probably really just a, uh, probably not a method that's employed by a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, but for me personally, like, I don't see how they could actually, uh, loosen something up, uh, patch up enough to pull through without damaging the edges and putting one back in its place. Now I actually had a Conseco Allen and Ginter, uh, cabinet card that had a nice patch. It was like, patch is probably, oh, I don't know. 70 uh you know three-fourths of an inch uh by three-fourths of an inch or something like that but the uh, uh the patch material itself if i remember correctly there's like some real nice green and gold but it was like all the way at the at the corner so with a lot of uh just white jersey material showing instead so what i did and i also documented this on my website as well but uh i took a, a hair dryer and i gently uh uh heated up the actual glue that was uh, being used to hold the patch and I just scooched it up a little bit and that way uh, the actual green and gold patch material that was in the card but hidden from you know in the front uh, plate of the card was showing more so uh, you know I so that was something I thought was pretty neat because it made the card look more presentable but to actually pull it out you know, I don't know. I don't think I would have been able to have done that. If I were to have uh, done patch swaps, I would have uh, certainly uh, cut it through the edges, like I was saying before. Um, so anyways, that's one way to look at it. Uh, I'll go through a couple examples of what I've seen um, in the past that like, you know, where somebody tried to rip me off or just everybody else in general. Um, and, uh, you know, because sometimes you don't have the luxury of having the car in, card in hand to examine the edges. And so, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, 
I kind of wish that I've that I bought one of them just so I could have it in hand and see what what the people that are trying to rip off people are doing. Um, but you know, I don't want to have to go through the the hassle of it. But uh, anyway, so I remember there was one card that was sold uh, on uh, eBay. It was a 2014 Topps Trajectory Jose Canseco and. <laughs> guys when it popped like it was hands down the coolest patch i'd ever seen in a cart and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it was it was like a uh, a face shot of the elephant mascot wearing sunglasses with sunraiser popping out all around of it it was awesome and i would have loved that card so much but yeah you know something didn't smell right so did a little bit of research. The uh, uh, the hole that was circled. If you don't know what, it, what a top trajectory card is, um, it's a horizontal card from 2014, anyways, and it's a large circle of a of a jersey or patch. Uh, now, guys, there are some really cool uh, cards out there. They're numbered to 99, and but there's some cool pieces out there. I've seen some nice uh, um, elephant. Uh, logo patches on it uh, I've seen like part of a Rawlings shirt sleeve like the flawless uh, Rawlings uh, shirt sleeve that I got uh, the other day like just some really cool things and a lot of them are just like you know straight up uh, uh, straight up uh, patch or I'm sorry jersey swatches um, which is okay because those are kind of cool too but um I only have one. I used to have like five or so. I actually had a part of an elephant patch uh, in the past. And when I say elephant patch, I mean the sleeve one that's just the standard run-of-the-mill elephant that you always see on every A's jersey ever. Um, and gosh, guys, I love those patches, by the way. <laughs> I love the elephant patches. This was different. Um, oh, before I say that, though, check out my uh, uh, 2014 Topps Trajectory uh, Canseco card that I have. On Twitter, my handle is TanManBBFan. What I did was it's got a nice patch on it. I overlaid my card with that patch on an A's jersey because I'm able to identify what part of the jersey it is because it's so big of a patch. It came out, it was like very aesthetically pleasing to be able to do that. It was just oddly satisfying. I really loved it. So check that out on my Twitter feed if you're if you're interested. That was fun. I post on some Facebook groups also, um, but anyway, so uh, so what's the difference between these elephant patches I'm talking about and the uh, suspected fake one? Well, first of all, uh, I had to do some research. I did some research on this because uh, I was wondering where on earth this uh, elephant patch was being used, and like, why would they have a sunglasses uh, elephant? Uh, you know, f facing the front, you know, facing the camera, basically, uh, logo patch on there. So uh, I just didn't know where it was, where it was from. So after doing some research, it looks like, if I remember correctly, this patch was used in spring training when the A's would train in the spring uh, in Arizona, and that patch would be used on the sleeve. Um, hey guys, I have zero problems whatsoever with having game use pieces from spring training um and uh, i mean i would obviously rather them be in actual games but when it came to a patch like that oh 
goodness gracious, I would have loved it. Um, but the problem is all of the jerseys I saw that it was used from was uh, from a green jersey. Now, what's the problem with that? Well, it's context, guys. You got to really look at the context of this. Uh, you look at all of the um, tops game used cards of Canseco, you're not hardly ever going to see any solid green jersey swatches that's being used. They're, they're literally all, I think tops is almost all white. I don't know if I've even seen a gray away jersey that they've used. I could be wrong. I mean, they've, you know, they might have one, but I feel like tops in their uh, uh, Canseco jersey inventory, I feel like they might only have had uh, uh, two, two A's home jerseys, and that's it. Again, I could be completely wrong. I don't have any inside information on that, but one thing's for sure they've never cut up a green spring training jersey for Canseco to use in mass in his cards. So uh, that led me to believe, unfortunately, also combined with the fact that there's some damage around this, the hole of uh, where the patch is coming through, it led me to believe that, unfortunately, it's probably a fake. So what somebody probably did is they took one of those fun little plain swatch trajectory cards because it was an easy card to exploit since, uh, you know, tops didn't say if it's a patch or jersey, they just said, hey, it's out of 99, um, and that's it. And they said, okay, let's go ahead and defraud people by swapping this jersey out with this patch. Uh, ridiculously stupid to use a patch that uh, <laughs> could have, that was like so easily traceable uh, to find out that it wasn't uh, something that was real. But um, in any event, that was, uh, that was really unfortunate. I just remember my heart sinking and <laughs> oh man. So I went onto the Facebook groups and just alerted everybody wherever that was uh, posted. I think this was gosh, like three years ago now or something. So that was one of them. Another one of them, man, like, uh, it was a 2016, I believe triple threads, uh, Kinseiko. and it was a vertical card. And I think it said, Roadie, I think is what it was saying in the, like, you know, how triple threads spells out things with their Jersey relics. Well, uh, this one, I think it spelled roadie and, uh, uh, it was out of nine and this guy writes me and he goes, Hey Tanner, I've got this really cool card. I got at a card show. Um, it's a laundry tag Kinseiko of triple threads. I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, going nuts because again Canseco just doesn't have many of these laundry tag cards at all and so I was like yeah let's see it so it's out of nine it's a rare card out of nine you know and I, and I see it and I go ah this doesn't look right of course it doesn't look right so back in uh, 2016 I think it is uh triple threads had two different types of vertical Canseco cards one that said roadie and one that said 86 ROI or something like that. ROI for rookie of the year, something like that. Um, and uh, so, I, as much as I want to believe that that laundry tag was real, uh, 
and the guy really wanted to learn, wanted to uh, believe it was real also. Uh, I already had not one, but both of the one of one cards of Kenseiko. Now, do you think that they would have used a laundry tag on one of those? You betcha. What did they use? They used bat pieces, plain bat pieces. And Topps has done this for a number of, especially the last several years, uh, Kenseiko uh, uh, cards, even like the one of ones. Like they'll either be just signatures or plain jersey pieces uh, or plain bat swatches. Um, and every now and then, of course, they'll mix it up. You get a, a bat knob or barrel, which those are awesome. And you'll see sometimes like the, uh, the letter cards and everything. But yeah, patch material, especially laundry tags, it's not going to happen. So you've got to do a search. And one thing that's fun to be able to do is you can go on worthpoint.com. And you don't even have to have an actual uh, account to do this because you're not looking up the pricing. You just look for the card that might be in question that's serial numbered. So for instance, if this one was like three out of nine, uh, you know, you have like a, a genuine, honest to goodness uh, chance at doing a search on worthpoint.com for 2016 Triple Threads Canseco have nine and see uh, that card that might've gone to market on eBay at some point and uh, then you could actually see, oh, yep, here's a picture of what it was with just the plain bat pieces. Uh, so clearly the one that this person offered me has been altered because it's the same card and I see a picture of it on worthpoint.com that shows that exact same card, three out of nine, and it has plain bat pieces. So that's one, one method you can employ as well when you're doing a search on a card that you think is too good to be true. Uh, there are a number of uh, card sets that are easily exploitable. Uh, maybe not even easily exploitable, but just more exploited than the others. And one of them, one of the sets is a 2005 uh, Donruss Prime Patches. I love that set personally, guys. Like, I think it's a great set. Some people, which is interesting, <laughs> I uh, actually did a poll, I think about a month ago, uh, I had a uh, 2005 quad patch Albert Pujols out of five, and I put that card up uh, in a poll against a one of one quad patch Canseco that was out of like, that was from Panini. And, uh, you know, first of all, like the Canseco sold for like sky high, like multiples of what the Pujols did. Um, and uh, the Pujols probably, you know, $125, $150 card, something like that. Uh, the Kinseiko went way more uh, than that because it had like a Rawlings tag and some other things in it. But uh, uh, anyways, and it was autographed and all that too. So I did a poll on those two cards and uh, I asked everybody what they would have, what they wanted more. Interestingly enough, more people wanted the Pujols, uh, even though it was like a fraction of the value. <laughs> and it was out of five and it wasn't a one of one like the Kinseiko was. And some people actually said that the Pujols was like an ugly card. I was like, what? I never in a million years would have ever thought that anybody would have thought that uh, uh, 2005 Prime Patches was an ugly set. Like, I'm in love with that set. I think it's great. If they have like good patches, by the way. So like some of them, 
are like ridiculously boring. Like if you have like a quad jersey or a quad and they're all just plain or something like that, yeah, I'll pass. But um, there's some really cool cards out there. Um, I've got one in my collection of Kinseiko. I'm not like wildly jazzed about it at all. Like, uh, but you know, it's uh, it is kind of a cool card just because it's uh, uh, prime patches. But anyway, so uh, to get back on track here, talk about the set. A lot of people will exploit this set uh, because they'll have like a large square that's cut out of the middle for a jumbo uh, patch. And so uh, they'll replace like a plain swatch and it might say like something like a, a jersey swatch underneath like the actual box itself. Uh, and it might be serial number out of 99. And somebody might use like a logo patch from like a jersey they got from China or something like that and swap it out. And I've seen a number of those types of cards uh, that have been modified with fakes. And the way you could tell on those is like super easy because uh, Donner's actually uh, labeled the, uh, the relics. So underneath the box, they'll say something like, uh, Jersey Prime or Jersey Swatch, I think, or Button or Logo Patch or Number Patch uh, or Nameplate. So they got like really specific, which is fantastic. Now, the problem is for the fakers is they might use like a logo or uh, nameplate or something like that or, or a tag and use it on a plain swatch card and well, it might look great. They might have uh, done a real bang up job on, uh, on the craftsmanship of the card, but uh, <laughs> the fact remains, it's titled wrong at the bottom. Uh, so that's a, that's a good thing to, to check out. Now, a lot of the cards that have like these massive patches, um, I've seen modified as well. And it's really kind of fun to actually do a worth point search on some of these as well, just to kind of, See, because you could actually see a history of fraud, really, when it comes to some of these patches here. I think even some of the uh, grading companies, believe it or not, uh, will grade these as authentic uh, because their job isn't necessarily to look and see if the patch is real or not. I mean, how are they going to know if the job's good enough anyways, right? Uh, what they're looking at is the actual condition of the card, um, if the signature's authentic, so on and so forth. Um, it's kind of like the uh, 2001 Bowman Chrome Albert Pujols refractor uh, autograph. I mean, that's obviously like quite possibly the best St. Louis Cardinals card ever. Um, and it's coming coming up on about 20 years old now. And there's people that would uh, literally wipe the signature off, the, the nearly 20-year-old signature off, go to a card show, have Pujols sign it again um, in a nice bright blue Sharpie, that's not going to be seen as modified or unauthentic or anything uh, by the grading card companies. They're going to see an authentic signature and that's it. So anyways, just heads up on that. But same thing goes for the patches. Uh, you know, again, it's not the grading company's fault necessarily. They're not going to know. Uh, but a lot of people, I suspect, the uh, these fakers will probably uh, have their cards graded um, to give the impression of authenticity 
of the patches because I think people will let their guards down if they see that it says it's authentic by PSA or SGC or BGS or whatever. So, um, you know, a lot of these uh, other super nice patches, like I've seen some uh, high-end cards, like they have like decent patches, like, you know, you might have like a, uh, a Derek Jeter or a Griffey or something. I think I remember seeing a Griffey actually of a Reds or something like that, but uh, it, you know, real nice, super big patch. And it's of like the, uh, the uh, logo sleeve patch of the, of Mr. Red or whatever, you know, and uh, come to find out it's possible that it was uh, swapped out from a regular patch or something. And not just a swatch. I mean, sometimes people will literally swap out decent looking patches as they are for, you know, just over the top patches. And so, uh, I mean, you know, you really gotta uh, be careful whenever you're, whenever you're buying these cards are like ridiculously awesome. And one thing that helps also, by the way, guys, is if you can't find uh, the specific card in question in the Worth Point history, you can find uh, most likely many of the other cards from that same run. So let's uh, let's take for instance that Canseco Triple Threads I was telling you about. Uh, it's uh, you know if I couldn't find that that specific card that's three out of nine, I could still find all the others that are out of nine, and eighteen and twenty-seven and thirty-six and the one ones like I had before and the threes, and uh, that helps tremendously because it gives you context as far as what Tops does or did with that set. Now, uh, since the one that was offered to me was out of nine and had laundry tag, uh, does that mean that, uh, you know, I should be concerned? Well, yes, absolutely. Especially because none of the others came close to having anywhere, anything near what the, what those look like. They're all just plain bat pieces or Jersey swatches or something. So, uh, you know, the sales data history, uh, the sales, yeah, the sales history on WorthPoint is tremendous to do some uh, sleuthing, to do some detective work, I guess you could say. So uh, it's very nice to be able to have that at your disposal so that way you could really look at it um, and, uh, and then make an informed decision. Because the last thing you want to do, guys, like, oh, be awful to, um, first of all, see a ridiculous out of this world patch card and fall in love with it, pay through the nose for it, only to find out like days, weeks, months, years later that it was modified and wasn't real. So absolutely do your homework, guys. Like make sure that you, uh, you know, make as sure as you can be that what you're trying to purchase is actually real. So uh, I'll go ahead and wrap that up, uh, wrap up this uh, show right there. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that this has been a uh, valuable listen for you all. Uh, hope this uh, will help you in your next purchase also. And at the very least, uh, hopefully it'll keep your eyes open. But uh, also, uh, yeah, before I forget, uh, one thing if you would please consider uh, is since Christmas is around the corner, if you know somebody that's a reader, 
and that likes baseball cards, consider buying my book for them, Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict. Um, they're available on Amazon. I think it's like $13.95 right now. Uh, I can also sell them myself a signed copy for you if you want me to uh, uh, personalize a copy of my book for anybody, I'm happy to. Uh, it costs a little extra, not much, um, to uh, to buy straight from me, not because I'm placing a premium on my <laughs> on my defacing of my own book, but uh, because it costs me uh, extra money to ship and everything. So, anyways, I'm happy to do it. I've got like a handful of books left to be able to do this with, so uh, hopefully it'll uh, last me through the holiday season. But yeah, feel free to uh, reach out if you're interested. My email is tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com, uh, which also, interestingly enough, is my PayPal account if you wanted to uh, pay the $14.95 plus $3.95 shipping for one of them. Just let me know how you want me to personalize something. Um, and yeah, so thank you. By the way, also, if you've already bought my book, like, thank you so much. Like, I can't believe, like, my book has been out for about a year now, and uh, there have been a, a lot more copies of it that have uh, sold than uh, I thought would have sold in its lifetime. So I'm super thankful, super excited, really pumped that everybody likes it so much. Like that's uh, that's just the cherry on, on top for me. So uh, thank you guys for your great feedback on it as well. And uh, yeah, so that does it for tonight. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, please, please, please like subscribe and share on this podcast uh i would appreciate it y'all have a great night